Before we get started, don't forget October 2nd, it's Medicare ABCs, the live webinar for paid subscribers to the Substack. Go to the 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 URL is jo.substack.com. You get your access to that. You get a nine-part series on Medicare ABCs, which is kind of crazy. It's a full review of the book. My comments about the book as on a chapter-by-chapter chapter or on a segment-by-segment, topic-by-topic basis. You get all of that by going to jo.substack.com. The live, I'll have a good, I'm able to talk about I'm able to talk about different plans and the structure, what my observations will be going into 2023, all of that on October 2nd, and then the recording will be available for sub paid subscribers only. All right, let's begin. Welcome to Jay's Corner. My name is Jay O. I am the Certified Financial Planner. I'm also the author of Maximizer Medicare, the published book. Jay's Corner is there to try to explain how certain financial matters work, to try to help you separate the signal from the noise, so that when something changes, you're not distracted wrongly, and instead, keep your eyes on the ball, which is tough to do given the way that we are given information. There's a free and paid newsletter. Go to jo.substack.com. There are two YouTube channels, Jay's Corner, as well as Maximize Your Medicare. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you digest your podcast. Be sure to leave your comments. Let's begin. In the coming days, you are going to see articles here on openmedicare.com. Um, I am going to be assisting uh, in a very large way regarding the material inside here where it is, and there are other resources. And of course, there's the website for the book, Maximize Your Medicare. Some people know her already. Many people do. She's an icon. She's absolutely an icon. Absolutely. Jean Chatsky. She runs a facebook live session with other persons and you know it's my privilege to join her and her show on october 19th that's october 19th uh, i want to call it a 145 to 2 p.m which is a wednesday i believe yes it's a wednesday it's <laughs> thankfully we're not double booked it's going to be my third appearance on that day. <laughs> so, uh, Jean Chasky, that's her. You can find out lots about her. You don't invent this stuff. Something like, what, 11 books? <laughs> I can't even imagine. I can't write a second book. <laughs> 11 books, Jean Chasky, she's an icon. And, you know, she most notably and most importantly for me, is that a lot of her information is devoted to women. And I'm not going to break our, you know, bias. I'm not going to, right? I can, I'm here to break all sorts of other biases, right? Health insurance, not healthcare, right? <laughs> Number one, stocks for show, bonds for dough, right? Those are two biases. I'm not going to break the bias that responsible adult female gets handed the stack of domestic matters. And you can see why I am this enthusiastic always when prominent women are the interviewer. 
because I realize the fact that the responsibility of understanding and taking care of these things usually, in general, get handed to the adult, responsible adult female in a household of an extended family. So you can see that Jean and I approximately in the same age division, that it would be natural that a female, a woman, Jean's age, wouldn't only be responsible for her own household, but for almost growing children, as well as elderly parents who may or may not be able to take care of themselves, even though they themselves are not Medicare eligible. And this is why I'm slowing down here, because actually I'm going to start changing agendas, and I'm going to change them now. There are topics out there that somebody can benefit from, even if it's not you directly. Even if it's not you directly. So while we have a skeptical society, and some of that is earned, that to suggest that that is what's going on here is a horrible, hideous error. It's almost the worst error, actually. And the reason it's an error is because a single fact that I'm going to be presenting is not $50. It's thousands of dollars. And not only that, it is stability. It's, so it's two. We're going to talk about financial markets, and you people who have followed the stream have heard me say it multiple occasions. It's not that interest rates the level. It's both the level and the volatility, the up and down, the instability, which is creating unrest. Critical that it's both. And so I didn't plan on, you know, creating an infomercial for Jean, but that's totally fine. It's my privilege to do so, to speak so highly of her, because that's the regard in which I hold her. But it's really the commonality to, you know, keep going. Keep open-minded. Don't be locked into some age-old rule and bias. Okay, ran over. Let's go to Medicare. So Medicare 2023, this stuff is going to start happening and you are already receiving mail. Okay, there's going to be something called ANOC, A-N-O-C, Annual Notice of Change. It is not to be discarded. The carrier is required, whether that's your Part D plan or your Medicare Advantage plan. They are required by regulation to send you these notices. These notices will tell you <clears throat> how your plan will change from this year to the next. They must detail that you will see a table. Your eyes may gloss over. While unfair is a term I always hear. I'm not here to adjudicate fair. Fair is a place where you judge pigs. <laughs> The fact is, is that while the language that they give to you, it's going to be correct. I'm sure of it. I'm really sure of it. That mail has to be approved by the CMS, which is the website you see, Medicare.gov. The singular official Medicare website, Medicare.gov. Not Medicare.com. Medicare.gov. Medicare.com is just, you know, GH2 benefits with a different address. Medicare.gov, 
the Centers for Medicare, Medicare and Medicaid Services requires Part D, Part and Medicare Advantage carriers to send this out. What it doesn't say, what the carriers cannot say, they're disallowed from doing so, is they can't tell you you're on plan four. However, plan 10 is going to be more efficient for you. That is nowhere in the mail. The issue is, as you know, all the commercials. I addressed the commercials and the status of commercials last time on the broadcast, right? The commercials and ads are unlikely to be factually wrong. Factually speaking, in black and white, that those that information is very likely to be accurate. The question is, is whether or not this information is going to be the information that you need to decide between this plan and this plan. When you layer on top, when you layer on top of it, the fact that the Inflation Reduction Act has changed so many moving parts in Part D, the ripple effect will very likely be, without a crystal ball, right? I haven't seen where the money is going to come from the CMS, whether or not they're going to pay more or less to the Medicare Advantage um, carriers or Part D. Those things are not determined. But the only reasonable common sense conclusion is that the moving parts are going to move, if not, if anything, at a faster rate. That would make sense, right? Because now all of a sudden they're going to have to fit all of these lines inside a new set of regulations. Those regulations are what? $35 for insulin. Vaccines for zero. Part D can't increase any more than 6% a year in premium in a couple of years. You can see the details on the Substack beyond today's broadcast. You're going to have negotiation ultimately. You're going to have the annual out-of-pocket maximum for prescription drug costs. These are all inputs that the carriers are going to have to rearrange just like a Rubik's Cube, twisting it around in order to create a configuration which can benefit the most policy owners. We are not getting away from that. And so if you thought that the Inflation Reduction Act is going to simplify the process or is going to make it unnecessary, I'd actually go the other way. Because what you'll be because there can be one of the line items that affects your specific situation directly. And the impact of that, again, like I said, moment, you know, at the beginning here today, it's not $5 a year. It's not going to be. It's going to be $1,000 a year. And for persons who, people who live on Social Security alone, or who have limited retirement benefit funds, or limited access to retirement savings, no matter what your situation is, I'm not here to judge the past or put ourselves in the time capsule. It also says one other thing, and this is really the reason why the rant earlier, which is even if that's not you, even if it's that not, if that's not you, I'll be able to talk at some point. Even if that's not you, there'll be someone you know someone in your community, someone in your social group, 
Someone in your socials group, sibling, cousin, brother, sister, parent. I promise. That, that while I can't predict the future with 100% certainty, I'm pretty close to resting on 100% there. The audience knows this. And that's why I leave the, these things for free. It's not because, actually, the people who are already here today or have signed up to the newsletter, etc., Right? You haven't unsubscribed because you actually have likely realized, you know, there's some extra information or tidbit in here that I don't see out there in the public. Well, I'm in the public. Anyway, you understand my point. But that means that it's that likely for someone else that you know, what, a hundred times more likely, a thousand times more likely. I'm probably low at either of those two numbers. At some point I should have said, you know, like, subscribe, or share. That should have been self-evident. I would not be surprised to see a tweak to every last thing, and especially ancillary. I have seen, I have seen the 5,000 foot view on overall changes, you know, how, where they're going to be offered, et cetera, et cetera, across carriers across the country. Yes. Am I going to release a single detail of them now here on this broadcast or prior to October 1? The answer is no, absolutely no. In fact, I'll be stronger about that and I'll take the, sw I'll swerve here. Is if you are told a material fact of any detail of any plan, be Part D or Medicare Advantage plan that will be in existence prior to October 1, the person that is telling you is violating federal regulations. Blatantly. And I'm swerved here for this tale today, not because I made it up or because I dreamed it, because I am sure of it. I can name the person who has a license. I can name the location and I can name the plan that was described. Is it coming for me? <laughs> get out of here. I'm not saying that. Good luck in trying to get even a single fact from me prior to October 1st. October 2nd, I'm going to be giving that out on the webinar, right? Which is not, it uh, tells you how terrible I'm at marketing. It's not even up here on this, on this screen, even though I had full ability to type it. But that's the point of the webinar, because at that point on October 1st, on October 1st, I can say what details are. I can show you what the premiums are. I can show you what the out-of-pocket maximum to Medicare Advantage would be in your location. Prior to then, not one detail, period. Nothing that I've said here today changes the comparisons between Medicare Advantage and Medigap. Nothing. It is the case that if you're Mr. Perfect in 2023, and you never get a medical bill, and you never go to see the doctor ex except for your annual hello. If that's the case, then your costs 
on an overall basis will very likely be lower in Medicare Advantage. Why? Because of the overwhelming presence of plans at $0 a month, right? I, I never go to the doctor. I'm Mr. Perfect. I'm Miss Perfect. No medications, never been sick. Bulletproof. Your premium is zero. Medic gap, you must pay a premium, period. The only way to continue on with the policy is to continue to pay the premium. So let's just make up a number for 35-year-old, and $135 will cover it for a great, great, great deal of the country if you're a male. Okay, so you're talking about $1,500, somewhere in that neighborhood. I didn't do the math before. I'm doing it on the fly. 13 times 12 is 1440 plus another $100. 1550 1600 You can never get away from that if you're on Medigap. And then remember, you have to have Part D. That's not zero to Mr. Perfect if he has Social Security alone. If you go and you are hospitalized inpatient for an extended period, the balance will switch. And the simple reason is that Medicare Advantage will have copays based on a day, per day basis. When you multiply that by the number of days, the 1500, 1600 will erode. That difference, the the superiority, the cheapness of the Medicare Advantage plan will erode. I didn't say completely. I also didn't say when you're 75, the same would be the case. And this is the weakness of the detractors I talked about it last week. Which is, yeah, let's say in year five, in year five, you're not 65, 66, 67, 70. Okay, now you're 70. You've now been on Medicare Advantage for that for at zero. Okay. Over here, you've paid 135 a month for 60 months, five years worth, and price increases, which are inevitable. Okay. Inevitable within bounds. I didn't say it would go to $935 because you've got to be approved it's got to be it's got to be subject to regulatory approval nevertheless this 16 times 5 is now 7 16 times 5 right is now $8000 even if zero price increase zero and now you can see it it's cost $8000 total it's cost zero total on medicare advantage and so this is the issue, right, is that what you see is you will see articles and you can see articles and you can see it used as evidence of the fact that Medicare Advantage is always inferior to Medicare, Medicare Supplement, otherwise known as Medigap. In that year, the answer can be yes. That doesn't mean over the five years that the answer was yes. I kind of swerved without telling you. It doesn't get away from the, the fact of the comparison between the two. It doesn't. There are other videos here on the channel. They're long, hour, hour and a half, even-handed, right? Even-handed. Because I'm sympathetic. I'm empathetic. If I weren't, 
to the overall audience, then I wouldn't presented it. I'm not going to wouldn't have shared it in public with the population, much less in the media. Right. The reason I make myself available to the media is because to draw these distinctions, because this these distinctions don't appear in a singular singular article. You can't get away. You can't get away from the contractual difference. These are different legal setups. There's a reason that Jay's corner health insurance is not health care. Health insurance is a financial contract. Contracts are written by lawyers. They're real good. They're real smart. <laughs> they're very careful. I think we can agree. This isn't an insult to them. This is a compliment to them. Absolutely. Right? They're specific. I appreciate that. Because you know why? That means their diction isn't wrong. They're not wrongly throwing around terms as if they're the same thing. Inside of health insurance contract, no. Doesn't exist. The nature here is still different. The nature is different. Medigap is not a moving contract. Only the price moves. Medicare Advantage is a moving contract contract, our reset and annual reset contract. Over here, you have the unrestricted right to go to this way. The same path is restricted here. More videos here on the channel beyond today. And these two facts can be considered a tax. As I said to a couple this past week, I said, you don't need to know a thing about, you don't need to know a thing about insurance. Take two commercial matters. One, where the agreement is X and it can never move against you, no matter what, under any situation, the only thing that will change is price. And you can always change direction if, if you want. And this one over here, while it is, while the, it is moving parts always, and you can never get away from this inherent fact. The fact is, this is cheaper. That makes total sense. We could have called this electrician plumber's contract, what it, lawn mowing contract, landscaping annual summer contract. Summer's almost over to most people in the country. Right? You don't need to know a thing about insurance. When you compare these, depending on who you are, for some persons, this tax is going to be worth it. It could be financial. It because your risk aversion or history. All of those is possible. These are the things that we can control. These con Back to the comparison of these two contracts. Medicare Advantage isn't going away over 50%. Many states over 50% today. Right? That includes group plans. That's not going away. It's going to be more complicated anyway. And then on top of that, the Inflation Reduction Act. All right, everyone, that's a wrap. Medicare annual election period begins on October 15th, jo.substack.com. You can send emails to info at gh2benefits.com if you want to have the free Medicare guidance. 
Just put in there AEP2022 in the subject line. We'll be back to you within 24 hours. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Be sure to like and subscribe to it anywhere you listen to your podcast. Thanks. Thanks.